Hey, it's Nick, and this is another edition of Your Daily Dose. A quick peek behind the curtain, Bob Codges and I record this podcast in one or two hour blocks that we then cut up into short and sweet conversations you can listen to every weekday. Some of the chats are even shorter and sweeter, so we thought why not try a few of them together. We cover de-aging technology, biblical metaphors, and the writing process. Enjoy. I also heard that the Irishman, uh, Martin Scorsese's oh, latest yeah. effort, also has some yeah, de-aging lot, yeah. of, of Jimmy Hoffa. In fact, I, Robert De Niro, uh, Joe Pesci, Al and Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah de-aging all of those guys. Right. Yeah, that's pretty tough because when you look at those, those guys are aged. They're like, they're gristled aged. Yeah. That's not like, you can't just step back from that. A little Botox is not going to take that stuff away. Right. You know. But, but I guess then the other side of that is a movie like Looper where ah, you had Bruce Willis. Yeah. And I can't remember the actor's uh, name. Joseph Ma- Thomas Gordon-Levitt. Yes. Joseph Thomas Gordon. Martinez <laughs> Gordon-Levitt. It's something Something Gordon-Levitt. like that. Yeah. <laughs> You had two actors playing the same role, so you got a little bit of makeup on one of them to make him look like a young version. He did a good job of mimicking the Bruce Willis moves, I thought. And I get it. At some point, you have to suspend your disbelief. Yeah. Right? But I think that if you're trying for the ultra-realism of the de-aging, it's actually much harder to suspend your disbelief than if you just know going in, another actor is going to play a young xyz yeah that's interesting yeah yeah because you say all right i have to suspend it now you're thinking with the with the cgi option that oh i didn't have to they could have done a better job yeah you know they maybe there's not someone that looks just like that actor so that's fine we're going to forgive that but if you're going to take that actor himself you better do a good job but i guess so the other side of that entirely is why tell that story why does it have to be a clone of him why can't it just be a younger Assassin or whatever he was in the movie. Yeah, good question. Like, I think you have to justify that 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 inclusion of that. Yeah, I think I think that way though. When it comes to improv, you have to justify every decision you make. You know, for the benefit of your fellow players, so that they understand what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. But in that case, for the benefit of your viewers to see what the heck's going on. Did I mention that my son's name is Samson? Is what? Samson. Samson. It's his actual name. Hmm. Samson. You call him Sam. We call him Sam. Yeah, uh, I call him Sam, Sammy, Sam Alama Ding Dong, the Samsonian Institute. He's uh he's he only really likes Sam though. That's it. That's it. He doesn't like Samson either, uh, that much. Samson Robert Codges. We wanted to call him Sam, but we thought babies should not be named Samuel. Because Samuel's like an old man's name and mm-hmm. babies, while they look like little old men, actually deserve baby names. We thought Sam was okay. And Sam's son, you know, he slew the Philistines with the jawbone of an ass. That's biblical. I mean... Literally. Yeah, yeah. he did. Literally. <laughs> I don't know if literally he did. Because that would be a feat, don't you think? What kind of a jawbone of an ass would that be that could take down a whole army? That's a pretty good one. I would say that's... Yeah. Like, Solid. Practically the whole Solid ass. Solid really. ass bone. <laughs> hey... Hmm. Never underestimate the power of a solid ass bone. I That's will I not. <laughs> I will not from now on. I'm sitting on one right now. <laughs> you have something written over there about that, or did you just pull that out of your head? Uh, I'd written that down a while ago, but that's, you know... It came I, out smooth. 
I what I want to do, like uh, I'll give you an example. So I wrote about six months after Pachacacha wrote about it, mm. like the I read entire it. experience. Yeah, yeah. well, um, thank you. But it was like I want to share these things, but writing them sometimes is very labor intensive. Oh, so I think them, I overthink them in my head. And typically, with the creative process for me, is once I figure out how to do something, I lose interest in it. <laughs> right? Because you're like, oh, and this would fit here, and then I could do. Oh, okay, yeah. It's not that it's not a challenge anymore. And that's a lot of times writing for me. So I feel like it was funny. There was um, a columnist, a sports columnist that I like, Bill Simmons from Boston. And he does online stuff now, but he only does podcasts now. But I really liked reading his stuff because I didn't have to listen to anything. And now I'm becoming that guy where I don't necessarily want to write anymore. I just want to record stuff. Hey, it is writing either way. I mean, it's, there's a greater spontaneity to writing it live. There's a there's a greater risk if you although you have the power of edit, of course. That's your eraser. Yeah. That's your backspace. That's your change the ribbon, uh, and you know I so I feel like that's cool. That's a it's an interesting way to create, and it's what feels good to you. And if you don't like what comes out, you have the power of edit. Yeah. You know, and you refine it. You do it. I never even thought of it that way. <laughs> what could be more satisfying than starting your Friday with some short attention span theater from Nick and Bob? We hope you enjoyed these outtakes and snippets. We call them Friday shorts because, well, it's Friday and they're short. <laughs>